Hello, hello, hello. What's up, guys? Why do I feel like it's been a long time? And it really it has hasn't. I mean, I mean, we, we on this we, thing every two weeks. Yeah, it's two I weeks. I feel like it's been a minute. Hello, everyone out there. What's up, listeners? I hope everybody's had a good last two weeks. Yes. Um, as usual, you know, India has an adventurous two weeks. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I just change diapers and, and you know. Whatever. And, and, and uh, play with kids. So Not necessarily adventurous. You ran a race. I did. Actually, you didn't talk about it on the last podcast. And then I saw the picture. I was like, that's right. She did say she was running that. Yeah, I did not talk about it on the last podcast. You are correct. I ran Because you act the... like you weren't running no more after the, on the we last podcast. Wait a minute. We didn't do our, our, our intro. We didn't do our little run duo thing. Oh, we, we are the, the run, run duo. duo. I'm Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. Okay, you good now? I needed that because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell y'all something. This is so random, but me and Tommy never practiced that. We just do it. <laughs> and we never said, hey, we're going to do yeah, this exactly. sign on. We exactly. just started doing it and then it works. So when we don't do it, I'm like, wait, we don't do, we don't do our thing. <laughs> anyway, so yes, you. you are right. The last uh, podcast I did kind of sound like I wasn't running anymore. Yeah, you were like, oh, I'm done with running. It me and running not, are done. It me and running broke up. Whatever. It was not that. I just said that I was taking a couple steps back. You're taking a break. I did tell y'all that I was running you know, some races. You, you did just not say, distance. I think a couple of podcasts back, you did talk about it because mm-hmm. I know you really wanted that bag. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the bag is amazing. I've been using it every day. Really? Since I got the bag. <laughs> and they had them on purchase. Oh, so okay. if you did not run the PNC 10 mile or 5K, they did have the bag on purp- purpose. Oh, Lord. Purchase. Uh-huh. Um, if you didn't run it, and it's a very cute bag. It has a shoe bag at the bottom, a shoe compartment. Really? It has zipper, a separate zipper mesh area at the top. It has an earphone holder. Like, it's it's a nice bag. Sounds like it. ATC is stepping up their game on yeah. their gear, their yeah. medals. They're, they're stepping up their game. Yes, I'm indeedy. here. I actually am here for that. Yes. Race director is doing better than just the t-shirts. I don't need another t-shirt. <laughs> I don't. Y'all can give me, give me, give me a hat, give me yeah. a bag. Even if they did separate shoe bags, like just a shoe bag. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people that go to the gym, they have to put their shoes in like boxes, or not boxes, Lord uh-huh. Jesus, in a separate, like a grocery bag or something. You know, yeah. be, be smelling. Just if you True. work out, if you, you can wash yeah. your feet all day, but yeah. you know, if True. your feet Sweat and all that good stuff. It just happens. I'm with you on that. So shoe bag. I'll do arm sleeves, hats, socks. I mean, there's other things that can be given. I saw uh, Jay Knight in, mm-hmm. from North Carolina. He's yes. actually moving. I saw. He's moving yeah, to Florida. I saw that they were doing yeah, a going, going away. Going thing away. For him. But Jay Knight, he's he's up in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and he had his Chicago Marathon hat on. I yes. liked it. It was nice. I don't it know. Was... I mean, I don't think they gave that one away. Right. I think he probably bought it, but it was really more a nice than likely. Hat. Yeah. Now I know ATC did do a membership hat. Was that three years ago? But it didn't mm-hmm. fit right. It, yeah, I do remember that. It was I still it's white have and red. It, it was white, predominantly white uh-huh. with red writing yeah. and then whatever gray. But it was it's it's it was reflective and stuff. So I still yeah. wear it, but it just doesn't fit like my Nike. Yeah, and no, I still have, I have mine too. Yeah, but I, I think I wore it out because I did wear it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But it it almost looks like now when I put it on, I feel like I'm, I'm in the seventies. It kind of looks out of style. Yeah, it looks daddish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I am yeah. a dad, but still, I don't got to look like you're not one. that dad. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the cap on. Um, a cap and a hat are two different things. Did you enjoy the race? I 
I did enjoy the race. Yeah. I paced with Marquesa, not pace. I don't want to say pace. Mm-hmm. I ran with her. Usually, uh-huh. if I see her in a race, I'm like, "Hey, girl, we gonna run?" And she's like, "Oh God, you're not gonna drag <laughs> me on these miles." But we actually talked, ran, we mm-hmm. pushed each other a little bit. We walked where we needed to. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good race. Okay. It was a good race. And afterwards, of course, I stayed and cheered because that's my thing. Yes. Um. So stayed and cheered and was able to see people um at the end. And they of course changed the ten miler race since the course since uh, i ran it yeah um and so it looks like a lot of people really enjoyed it so okay. it was good yeah okay well now we got another race coming up this weekend it's not the one neither one of us are running it because no ha, do you ever try to get into nyc do you did have you ever applied i've never applied okay i've applied three times and have not got in it well, I, actually, I think i've applied four times and have not gotten that in is once. actually one of my next i'm my eyes are on nyc for 2020 Gotcha. I just say it. Yeah. Whatever. For 2020. For 2020. Well, I mean, I'm going to try to get if in. If I don't again. get in, I don't get in. Well, I mean, you know. Are it, you going to do like fundraising or something? Because I no, know that's what a lot of people do. I just give them the money. I'm not I'm not fundraising. You're going to give them the 2450 or whatever it is. No, no, no. I mean, if I get in, I'm just going to pay them whatever it costs to get in. No, I'm not. I'm not. You're not going to do charity. If I was to do charity, I would probably just, if it was, if, if for any race, if I was going to do charity, I would probably just give them the money. Like, okay, I've decided you I really want to. You would give them the charity amount. Of the yeah, money. I just give them you the charity amount. You know, it's like $2,000 or something. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you do, like, if I want, I, I apply to get in Berlin, that's going to be two, two, two grand if I get in. Yeah. To go and. I mean, it could be. Or you can do marathon tours. So for people well, that don't know. Marathon tours is. Is is a couple thousand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it is what it is. I but I did, I applied for the regular, because it's only, well, I don't know, 130 euro, I think. Yeah. Which works out to be about, what, $200? I don't know. I got you. Anyway, but this coming weekend, yes. the NYC Marathon. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not the granddaddy of them all, but it is. It is one of the more famous marathons. It's one that I think most people, besides Boston, if you live in the U.S., I think it's like number two. Yeah, it's yeah. like to me at least, it's yeah. Boston and then New York. But I mean, I think it's probably a little bit more popular because it's easier to get into. Of course, then you don't have a time. You I mean you can get in by time, yes. but. You there's other ways to get in that's a little easier than you know Boston pretty much it's time 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 you get if you you know if you really want to get in right um, you can do charity for Boston but yeah you can do charity too um, but I think the whole the whole gravitation to Boston is because Qual- the qualifying time. yes mm-hmm. I think it's it's a badge of honor I qualified to right. run the Boston Marathon exactly. but anyway I think New York is a little bit more popular because it's easier to get into mm-hmm. it's more attainable for most people right um and I think that's why people gravitate to it. and I mean it's in New York City yes and you you go through the five boroughs and the crowd support I have cheered on New York City Marathon twice okay the crowd support for that marathon is insane really? like you want to think you i know you ran chicago so mm-hmm. chicago's is great yeah but but new york's is on a whole nother level like you can almost not hear in certain parts of the race from like screaming really like the line the lines on the sides of the street are packed you can't get on the gate like mm-hmm. it it's ridiculous and it's ridiculous in a point of really really good yeah. like it's great you put your name a lot of people know if you put your name on your shirt people are gonna be screaming out your yeah, name of course and so it's just it's just a different thing. And then, of course, I also like and appreciate, and this is one of the only marathons that do this, is the race is not shut down until the last runner is finished. Yeah. And I know that the last race director kind of set up this precedence for this to happen for New York City Marathon. Uh-huh. And I hope that it continues to happen now that they have a new race director. But I think that that gives a different precedence to to 
the power of running New York City Marathon for people that may be a little bit more of a back-of-the-pack runner. Like, yeah. I just think it gives a different energy to the entire thing. So, New York City Marathon is amazing. <laughs> it's a goal of mine. I, I, I must admit, I whenever I watch it and they start playing that New York, New York, I'm yes. like, dang, I want to run that. Like, it's almost like the race that you're dun, like, so, dun, yes. Dun, 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 you're like dun, so pumped dun. up I mean, for it. yeah, exactly. I, I think every time I'm like, okay, I, I got it. Because yeah. I think at some points I was so upset because mm. I had they weren't. It makes you salty when you keep yeah, getting denied. Yeah, I kept mm. getting denied. So I was like, you know what? I don't care. I don't want to run it. But right. then I see it on TV. I'm like, yeah, I guess I do want to run right. it. Right. So for, for those that may not know, for New York City Marathon, you can either enter for the through the lottery, which most people go three to five times. With getting denied before getting uh, into it. I know some people like, got in the first time. Yeah, there's some yeah. people that get in first time. But the majority of people, it takes you a while to get in. Unless you are a New York City resident. Yeah. Um, and then they have the nine, I think it's nine plus one option. So if you're a North, New York City resident, or you can just tra- continue to travel to New York City. If you do nine of their uh, series races, then you can get a qualification getting into yeah. the New York City Marathon. Which is what a lot of New Yorkers end up doing. And then, of course, in New York, it's yeah. not exactly so there's that and then you also have a qualifying time so and then charity so a lot of people do kids couple of people that live in new york they you know they talk about oh yeah i got it oh i get yeah i got it i got it in i've talked to a few people i might hit up a couple of my ends honestly i might hit up matter of fact i will hit up one of my ends for (laughs) what what they say they have it in let me see if they can pull some screens for 2020 (laughs) i mean you know um but so it's coming up this weekend now Mm -hmm. you know i'm sure there's a lot of you know uh runners out there that are have trained and are getting ready for it right um for nyc as far as the elites, it's kind of shallow. Not not a big elite pool. We're we're seventeen weeks away from the uh, the Olympic trials, mm-hmm. so I don't know if that has something to do with it. But actually, from what they said, um, it's usually sooner. Like it's usually mm-hmm. like fourteen weeks. But anyway, um, Mary Katani, who was last year's women's uh, winner, and uh, Lisa. Dedise, he is actually the last year's men winner. They're both returning. As far as American men, uh, Jared Ward will be running. Yes, American I women. like Jared. Yeah, American women. Now, it's, it's interesting because he ran Berlin, I want to say. Who did he, or what did he run? He ran something recently where they didn't think he was going to run um, New York, but he, he decided he would, I guess. I think it might have been Boston that he ran. But anyway, and then Des Linden. Uh, for the women's side is also running, but I mean, as far as like you're, um, you're not seeing anybody that's going to come close to a world record. I guess right. I should say, right. um, you know, I never, you never know, America Tiny, who knows, mm-hmm. you know, she might bust mm-hmm. one out, but yeah, he's he's uh, but that other than that, I don't see anybody with um, world record aspirations, yeah. no. and that's correct. He ran Boston half just to make sure we're saying that right. Who? Jared, Ward. Jared, he ran the half. Okay, the half, yeah. I got you. Um, but anyway, so that is the Elise. Not a lot. I'm still going to get up and watch it. Of course. Always, it's you got to get up and watch yeah. it. It's always good to see those, the full marathon, just kind of the looks of everything and what everybody shows up and puts down. And I think it's even more exciting for us because we're getting close to the Olympic trials. And so you want to see who's pushing good times, who's might have some, you know, and we're, we're yeah. not praying for injuries, but you want to see kind of what shape some of the majority of these athletes are in because we will be seeing them here in Atlanta in yes. February. Yes. 
So definitely look out for that. And speaking of February, um, ATC just launched their volunteer app for not app, but just launched the volunteer notice. So if you are interested in volunteering for the marathon Olympic trials, that will be here in February, check out the Atlanta track club page. They now have slots open. There's not very many. I think they're going pretty fast, but if Mm -hmm. you are interested, I think even if you are from out of town and are interested in looking or wanting to participate, please do that. That just opened today, which is the 29th. So check that out. Okay, cool. Yes. You think about volunteering? No. You, you want to enjoy it. So I feel like, so I want to volunteer. I actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But first of all, I'm going to be running the 5K on Sunday. Uh-huh. Just because I feel like it's just you got to run with the energy that's going to be in the city that weekend. Okay. But the other piece of it is that I don't want to. I want to be able to run where I want to run. So if I want to go catch it on one street and then run over on the next I got street you. or like set up, a, if, yeah. if we decide to do something, like I don't want to be restricted because I'm volunteering. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to volunteer because they're going to get some dope gear. Well, I'm hoping, I mean, I don't want to like, just do a run duo tent. I'm hoping that we can kind of partner with some other people. Let's do that. Hello. Yes. Some other people here in Atlanta. And, you know, mm-hmm. I got a tent. You got a tent. Let's right. put these tents up, you yes. know. Because it goes down Peachtree, right? But yes. it only goes down once. It, it's not yeah, a, It's yeah. not part it of the loop. Okay. It doesn't do like a full um, partner down Peachtree, not like the um, Peachtree Road Race. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but it does. Not, but it yeah, only goes down there one I mean, time. I think that if we were to have a really big crowd of team, people, team takedown, people that are coming yeah. in town, things yeah. like that, lace up. If people want to collaborate, let's do it. Let's do a one big cheer station. That'll exactly. Be good. That would be fun. And, you know, we'll bring some beer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Because it's going to be early. I don't think anything's going to be open. Um, yeah, but anyway, so, uh, but that's new NYC. So if you're running NYC this weekend, good luck. Good luck. Get your rest. Yes. But enjoy yourself. Enjoy the city, but exactly. definitely get your rest because those bridges are very fun. <laughs> very fun. I saw somebody posted people who train for uh, New York mm-hmm. all flat, and then they go to New York, and there's all those bridges that yes. they got to run. And I think that's the biggest thing is the bridges mm-hmm. is the hardest part. Yeah. And then they say that the bri- the the wind that you hit from getting on and off the bridge is is very intense. So, yeah. but they say it's a great experience. Mm. So I think I think if anything with New York City's crowd will take you. I mean, on the bridges ain't no crowd. Yeah, it's just oh, yeah, it's runners. just you, just you and, and the rest of the <laughs> yes. thousands and thousands exactly. of runners, thousands and thousands of people. So good luck to everyone that's running New York City Marathon. Now you were saying um, this past weekend was so this past weekend MCM. was the Marine Corps Marathon. And you've run Marine Corps, is that correct? No, I signed up for it. Heather's run Marine Corps. Yeah, Heather ran it. Okay, yeah, Heather I didn't get to run Corps. it. So Marine Corps is really, so this is what I think of when I think of Marine Corps. So I ask people how Marine Corps is, and they say that they love it. Of course, Marine Corps is from Virginia. Then it kind of, it's in D.C., but it starts like in Virginia, and then it goes into D.C. Mm -hmm. So what people, what I have heard so much about Virginia, I'm sorry, about Marine Corps, is that you have to kind of tighten up around the end if you're kind of an emotional person, because they have a lot of, people that have you know fallen in the military and things of that nature and they kind of have their pictures and their dates of passing and stuff kind of going through but it's a great experience for those that are in the military or have family are in the military and it's a great race Mm -hmm. so it it could be one I told myself I'm not running anymore I'm not running any non what's the word uh non-star so any of any marathons out of the six stars but it seems like that's a pretty good that would be one that would be one la would be one that i would probably do that's a non-star yes 
I would say those. And two. to get into Boston, I would probably have to run one that's not a non that's a non star. I probably yeah. have to go out and run like that one up in Portland or Washington State or wherever. Yeah, it is. yeah, like a downhill yeah, or something like something that. Something like that. So that would be something to look into. But something exciting <laughs> that took place. So congratulations to everybody that ran the Marine Corps Marathon this weekend. And something that was different about the Marine Corps race this weekend was that they actually did their 50K Ultra. So this was their inaugural year of their 50K Ultra. And of course, guess who won it? Our um uh, we interviewed him, Michael Wardian. Former guest, who, Michael He's a Wardian. former guest. He was on episode 24. So if you have not listened to his podcast, he is amazing. He is a yes. ultra runner, yes. marathoner to the extreme, just an all-around great guy. But we interviewed him on episode 24. But he actually did and won the 50K uh, ultra with the 311.52. Look at that, man. 311.52. And so... I did see a lot of pictures of people, yeah, not a lot, but I saw a few people that actually did the, the mm-hmm. ultra, which honestly, even if you're not running MCM, mm-hmm. that is a great city to go watch a race. It is. I had a blast. DC is awesome. Yeah. I had yeah. a blast when I was following um, uh, Heather around mm-hmm. um, when she ran it. And I mean, I love DC anyway. So Right. Yeah. DC is a great city. And of course... It's a it's a fun place to be around. And when I ran the Cherry Blossom 10-Miler, which okay. is another yeah, race that should DC. be uh-huh. on people's radar. It's a really yeah. good race. The DC 10-Miler, sorry, DC, Cherry Blossom 10-Miler, I enjoy DC. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So that's, a, that's another one that is on radar. So. Yeah. And, the yeah, you need to put the Cherry Blossom on an alert so that you can remind me. Because every year I forget, and then everybody's like, "Oh, I saw, I, I put my name." Yeah, in it's and I'm one in. of those that you. Ha- it's a lottery, yeah. but it's one of those yeah. that you have to get in. It's almost like the Brooklyn Popular half that yeah. you have you to gotta, be sitting yeah. there. Like it's not one of those that you can wait on. Yeah, it's not one of those you have to literally be finger on the computer. Exactly hitting the refresh button. Exactly. But congratulations, <laughs> to everybody ran the MCM. Congratulations yes. to Mike Wardian for winning the fifty k. Yes, and so amazing job. So something else, definitely great. And I guess some for some people, sad happened um, within the last two weeks. So amazing runner Shalane, excuse me, Shalane Flanagan mm-hmm. announced her retirement. So she's been running as a pro 2014 through 2019, uh-huh. and she finally announced retirement. And she's actually going to be coaching. So she said that she has not lost the love for running. Yeah. Of course, she came recently came off of surgery, but she is going to be coaching now. So that's going to be very interesting. Interesting, and she is going to be coaching with Nike Bowerman Track Club. So that should be very interesting. Which I kind of figured that's, you know, who she would coach for. Yes. Um, but after she won, when, what year did she win New York? Uh, two years ago? Mm-hmm. So after she won New York, I just started thinking that, you know, maybe she would retire. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of, you know, kind of go out on top. I didn't cap out. Yeah. I, well, I, I didn't think she was going to go to um, go to the Olympics. I don't think I didn't I didn't feel like she felt like. That was something else she needed to do. Okay. So this is... You feel like once she ran won New York, it was... Well, I kind of felt like, you know, at that point, she was kind of like, okay. Because even before she won New York, Mm -hmm. people were talking about, is she going to retire? Is she going to try to make it to, you know, the next Olympics? And I kind of always felt like, I didn't feel like she... After winning New York, I felt like she, you know, she got nothing else to prove. Okay. You know, kind of thing. I think... I can agree with you on that. I think that... I think... Sometimes when you win certain things, and yeah, that was 2017 mm-hmm. that she run New York. Um, when you win certain things, I think you just kind of like, you know what? That was a highlight. Let me leave my career on the upside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, I think that is that is great. And, and something else is she's, she's not only going into um, – 
going into coaching, but she's continuing her run fast, eat slow book. Um, so right now she has a cookbook that's out mm-hmm. and she's actually launching here in December, the 17th, she's actually launching a 52 week meal plan. So that means that this book consists of plans that you can have for the whole 52 weeks of running. Have you, have you seen so, the book? Have I've you, seen her run fast, eat slow, her, just her regular book. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, but it is catered to runners, fueling, how to fuel, yeah. and like meal plans for that. So, because it is on pre, it is on pre-order right now, but it will be shipped and dropped on December 17th. So, I think it's a good holiday gift if you're looking for, yeah. you know, to get, if you Are have you a runner friend or something. I might get, I might, we've been, me and my family been talking about gifts and pajamas. Oh my God, you're getting on my nerves about Christmas pajamas. Sorry, mom and dad, if you listen to this episode. <laughs> Why are you getting on your nerves about Christmas Because we keep pajamas. going back and forth because we go as a family and we, we all match pajamas. And we just can't figure out which one to get. Okay. Dad, just take control of the situation and get some pajamas. <laughs> no, because he's the way he's like, I don't want that color. I don't want the jogger style. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This. He needs to just be like, look, this is what we wearing. I am head of the household. <laughs> Then what we win. That's what Anywho, Dad, That's what you need to do. Back to Shalane. So I might put that on my Christmas list. And for those runners, I think it would be a good book to have. And it's just because it's made by female doesn't mean it's like meals. Just well, no. Meals. My main thing is because I mean I, I I've looked and at it's a lot of twenty four bucks. Twenty four dollars. That's, that's a, okay. So I, I feel I feel good about that because okay. it's not too expensive. No, it's not. You know what's Tom Brady's book was like a hundred and something dollars. Yeah. So ridiculous. <laughs> and you probably had to be a millionaire to afford all the foods mm-hmm. that you had to have. So that's the main thing when I look at books that have nutrition um have meal plans Mm -hmm. okay is this a meal plan that an average person can number one prepare and number Mm -hmm. two afford right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so nutrition like even having a nutritionist is pricey it's very pricey Mm -hmm. it is not cheap to um eat healthy at all so Anyway, it can be, but you're going to be eating just like rice and sweet potatoes. And yeah, like you're, you're not going to be out here like getting. But I mean, like, so say you don't say you don't want to eat a lot of carbohydrates, which I'm not a big fan of the non-carb route, especially not as runners. Yeah, but some people do. If mm-hmm. you're that type of person that, you know, tries to eat with low carbs, mm-hmm. that's expensive because you're having to buy a lot of lean meats. You're having to buy a lot of protein. That's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Carbs are cheap. Mm-hmm. A, a thing of rice is a dollar fifty nine. It lasts. It lasts you for at least a month. It, I was gonna say yeah. it could last you a good little time. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm interested in to see it and uh, kind of see if it is something that the average person um, can afford anyway. Yeah, that's true. But congratulations on a great career, uh, Miss Flanagan, and uh, yes. welcome to the coaching ranks. I'm going to give her a call, see if you'll, you know, give me some tips. Right. And, um, <laughs> Just call you, her. Oh, up, you Tommy. coaching now? Are you coaching now? Are you coaching now? I'm sure everybody is trying to call her up and trying to figure out what she's doing. I'm always interested. Okay, so like. Okay, so just for an example, mm-hmm. Kipchoge. Okay. He has a coach. And he's had him for 18 yeah. years. But I'm always in track. I, I can see it a little bit more mm-hmm. because track routines are very intense. Like yeah. you got a lot of short, short distance, not a, but distance like marathon running. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're running. Yeah. I mean, and so I'm always like, well, what does the, I mean, I guess the coach could do, do the nutrition side, but once you are in that elite level, like, okay. So when he was doing the Nike thing mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, well now he's going to get involved. We're going to bring him in. Da, da, da. I was like, what are y'all going to tell Kip Jogi? What what are y'all at? He's on the treadmill and they're all like standing around. What are y'all telling him? 
Okay, put that. Okay, now put the other foot in front of the other one. No. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, now put that other foot. Okay, now you got it. Okay, keep doing that. I don't think because just because you become elite, you're not coachable. I feel well in other in other sports, it does get to that point. I think that there's you thinking about coaching LeBron. You really thinking about coaching LeBron? No. I think there still are adjustments that can be made. You don't think so? I mean, I'm not saying that they hang his own, but. Somebody's got to tell him something. Okay, so like with Kipchoge, like we talked about, they did do weights this year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was something that his coach right. told him. Like there needs, if you want to take it to the next level, exactly. you need to do this. So that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. So in order for them to get better yeah. and continue their greatness and get better at their greatness and become the superior of all, something has – like, yes, you're going to keep majority because you don't want to mess up what's, what's – you don't working. want to yeah. mess up what's already working. But yeah. in order to get to the next level, that's why people get coaches and continue. And, of course, that's why people also change coaches. So a lot of the elite runners don't stay with the same coach yeah. because they probably do get in, into a don't a change what thing. we're doing because it's working. And it's like, no, but I want to get better. So I need something more. Should I be doing this different? Should mm-hmm. I be working on my gait? Should I be changing my nutrition? Should I be adding something to my workouts? Should I be doing more runs, less runs, longer distance, shorter distance, racing more? Like, I think but, there's so many other things because there's some coaches that are like headstrong race, 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 race. Yeah. And there's some coaches that are like, nope, you're going to save it into the tank. There's some coaches like you need to be doing 150 mile weeks. There's some coaches like, nope, you can do greatness on 80. So I think that it's kind of a trial and error thing. And uh-huh. it all it is about what's working and what is paying off. Well, I'm just because if Kipchoge walks in this room right now, he's like, OK, Tommy in India, he would be training us. Exactly. So what? Okay, that's my point. But he's experienced, though. We're not. We're, we yes, are amateur runners. That's my point. Who coaches? I mean, he's he's the the fastest distance runner of all time. So you don't think coaches have coaches? Coaches have coaches. Okay, stop rhyming. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, coaches also have coaches. Just because they know a lot doesn't mean that they can't be coached. I just think once you get to that. Now, now don't get me wrong. I'm sure his coach is more of, at some point, becomes more of a sounding board. You know what I'm saying? Than a coach. Because and what if he's keeping his mentality together? Like, cause yeah. that's another thing. Like, it may not be fitness, yeah. but where's your mind at? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's readjust your goals. Like, yeah. what are your goals? Like, are your goals too far, far-fetched or overshot? So I think that coaching is not just the time, the fitness, how many steps, your uh-huh. cadence, all that. It's so much more... <laughs> it's so much more added to it that I think that he, they, he could be adding to. Okay. I mean, I, I just a little interesting thing because I, like I thought about going back and forth. I, I thought about fun. that the other day. Like, okay, what is what is he actually telling? <laughs> well, I thought about that back when he was with Nike. I was always like, what are y'all actually telling Kip Jogi? Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you doing? But anyway, so um, once again, congratulations, yeah. Miss um, Flanagan. Yes, yes. On a wonderful career. Right, exactly. And speaking of elite, so I know that last um, episode we we were talking about how there was some flack, and I think we briefly touched on this, mm-hmm. in regards to um, a lot of people saying that Kachogi would not have broken the two-hour marathon 
without the Nike. Oh, we about shoes. to talk about shoes. Yes, we about to talk we about, about shoes. We about to talk about yes. shoes. You're gonna miss it almost live, but anyway. <laughs> that means you have to go over <laughs> to the podcast, podcast and finish and listen. listening. All right. So we're gonna talk about shoes. So, you know, over the last two weeks, I have been seeing Instagram posts, and this is from coaches, from elite coaches, mm-hmm. from elite runners mm-hmm. that are non-Nike sponsored. Ooh. Non-Nike sponsored. I want to make sure that I said that non-Nike sponsors, a lot of them have been saying a lot of negative. N- Negative and the word that I've been hearing that keeps going on and on and on is it's not fair that Kipchoge is Life able to fair. run in these shoes, right? Now, now, okay. For the the sub two uh challenge, the one fifty nine challenge, I don't care. That was not a certified race. I could care less. Now no, other, but they took it back further than that. Well, yeah, no, I mean there are people they talking took it about back to the twenty sixteen. Yeah, they were trials. like, oh, they need to. They were saying like, oh, they need to pull medals, right? They, yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. people say that, mm-hmm. but I'm saying because the ones that Kipchoge wore in the challenge are different from the ones that he wore in the Olympics. But I see what you're saying at the during the time of the Olympics, Nike athletes were the only ones that could get them. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. So, so basically, a lot of the and this has been me listening to various podcasts mm-hmm. and because as podcast hosts, we listen uh, to other podcasts. Yeah. Um, but just listening to other coaches, coaches of elites and elite runners uh-huh. that have basically said it's not fair. And it, they feel like individuals that wear these Nike shoes, whether it be the, the, the vapor flies, the 4% or the shoes that Kipchoge has, because no one uh-huh. has them, but Kipchoge at this time yeah. feel like there is a approximately one to two minute advantage over the field. Yeah. I've heard that too. So this is assumption because no science has no, well, s- no statistics have proven the necessarily time. Well, once you There's call your shoe your shoe 4%, yeah. You've decided. Yeah, but, but that, there's they're a not piece the, of performance. But this is the thing. They're not the first shoe. Right. No, they're not. Adidas I mean, and Fila has a, a shoe with carbon plates. Exactly. In it. So they're right. not the first ones. Right. So we want to make sure that we mention yeah. that. This is not the first time that carbon plates have been put in shoes. The Adidas Pro Plate. Yes. Adidas yeah. Pro Plate was out in 2000, and mm-hmm. then Fila had theirs in the 90s. I so. remember the, not the Fila one, but I do remember the, I remember the Pro Plate. Theirs was, uh, Fila's was a racer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do remember the Adidas Pro Plate. I do, mm-hmm. I remember when I read it, I was like, I remember that mm-hmm. shoe. And then it just kind of went away. Right. So, and I think that that's what a lot of people were saying was that this is not the first shoe that has a carbon plate. Yeah. However, Ryan Hall, and I'll just put that one name, Ryan yeah. Hall, who is, is an elite runner as mm-hmm. well as a coach to his wife, Sarah Hall, who is also an elite runner and Olympian. Mm-hmm. So they, what he is explaining is that, oh, excuse me, what, when they put the carbon plate with cushion carbon plate and cushion again and carbon plate and cushion again the carbon plate and the cushion is now considered a spring like in his mind it's considered a spring and that's what makes it unfortunate right and and more an advantage now what he also mentioned is that he feels as a because he is a coach now coaching elite he feels like there are a lot of 
majority of the elite that are non-sponsored by Nike are unable to or don't feel comfortable speaking out against the shoe because they may lose their sponsorship and branding and don't want to talk against who they are signed with. So someone that is signed with Saucony or Adidas or yeah. Brooks or mm-hmm. Mizuno don't want to come out and say, you know, talk negative about a shoe or try to sign with Nike now because it's going to look bad upon them. Yeah. And so he feels like as a elite running coach, I need to step up and talk about how it is a disadvantage and I think even so for him he feels the disadvantage is the availability of the shoe and how a lot of these runners are unable to get the shoe unless you are signed with Nike or a part of a big project I mean I I, I definitely understand where he's coming from Mm -hmm. because um basically uh it should be available because that's one of the rules of the IAA I'm sorry, I-A-A-F. Yes. Um, That's one of the rules that Mm -hmm. it has to be reasonably available. So that was the rule for 2017. So Mm -hmm. 2016, the the rule was the shoe must be approved. However, there was question on what that process was. Mm -hmm. And so then they came around in 2017 and said that the shoe must be reasonably available. Yeah. But there is some gray area in reasonability. Yeah, what is reasonably... What is reasonable mean? Does it have to be available in the store? Exactly. Like, what does that mean? Re- available to store, available to athlete or yeah, pros or exactly because it is available. Well, not the ones that not you can't, yeah, you shoe. can't wear. Kipko- you can't get Kipchoge shoe. Correct. Right. Exactly. Um, you can't but, get his shoe yeah. right now. But usually when he comes out with them initially, it is not available. But that's what they the did. First rounds. Exactly. So yeah. that's what they did in 2016. So um, they mentioned Kara. Um, Kara Goucher, G-O-U-C-H-E-R, she mentioned on this particular podcast, she was saying that she obviously ran against some people for the Olympic trials for 2016 uh-huh. and missed qualifying. Um, and she felt that she was at a disadvantage because this is when the um, the – four percents came out yeah. and so she's like you know they had these shoes we couldn't get these shoes so it is very unfair that we're, una- we're unable to get the shoe and like you said there is a delay of release but is availability still there to some people it may be well i definitely believe like the the ones that kipchoge are they should not be allowed to wear those in the olympics unless they release them okay but I mean, even if they release him, he's right. It's like running on springs. I mean, I, I just I'm I'm with him because the new one, how many it has more than one it's like three plates it in it. It has three plates. Yes, it has three plates mm-hmm. in it. If that's not a spring, I don't know what a spring is. But I know that they are currently it is under review with the IAAF or uh-huh. there is so it has been rumors that there is a committee right now observing and trying to figure out what changes they're going to make to their rules in regards to shoes. Um, some people have assumed that maybe there should be a carbon plate mm-hmm. ban. And yeah. I'm like, that can't be it because carbon, this isn't new carbon, having carbon plates in your shoes isn't new. Um, and it was also assumed that maybe the stack of the shoe should be yeah. should be a ban on yeah. the stack of the shoe. He's like so that two means, feet taller <laughs> with these shoes on. That means how um how thick the sole is. So the stack of the shoe means how thick the sole is. So they've mentioned maybe putting regulations on that. And this is all speculation. These are all ideas. Of course, we're not in the committee room talking to them. And you know, most of the people that have been writing articles, doing podcasts, and things of that nature are not sitting in the committee committee meetings with these people. But I think that is something that is definitely 
under review. And I'm hoping that they end up launching something before the Olympic trials, because I think it is going to cause some big concerns and issues if it's not. And I think a lot of the leader just wanting to close the gap. And and I think more so the unfortunateness of people that are sponsored with other shoe companies that don't have the availability for these shoes. And they feel basically at the starting line, it's just not fair. And I want to say, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong, Wilson Kipsing, I saw, because, you know, he had the mar- he had the marathon world record before Elliot Kipchoge uh, broke it. He ran, I want to say, in at the time would be what we consider to be how do I put it? So the, the Adidas boost, mm-hmm. he ran in those. And at the time, those were the first shoes that when the actual company came out and said, these shoes will make you such and such faster. Mm-hmm. And he ran and that's how, that's what he set his world record in. Mm-hmm. I want to say the Adidas pro plate. What again? I'm sorry. I can't remember the name of the runner. There was another one. I don't know if he set a world record, but he run like three marathons during that time period, back in the early two thousands mm-hmm. wearing those Adidas pro plate. So, these shoes are having an effect. Right. But I don't think that those shoes got a much hype because their well, it was a technology different... was changing though. Yeah. And I think that's my big hold up with it. Are you are we just gonna stop technology from changing and not no. being greater? We're not. But you gotta keep it to a point. The shoe all the all your running shoe is supposed to do is protect your foot. That's, <laughs> that's all the No, that is what your running shoe is supposed to It's supposed to protect your foot. Help with your stride. That's it. It's not supposed to pr- propel you forward. Help propel you forward so let along me, the course. So let me be a devil's advocate on that then. Okay. Ain't no devils in this house. No devil. <laughs> let me let me let me give the opposite look of that. Uh-huh. And let's switch let's switch gears from running to being a triathlete. Okay. okay? No, I'm not a triathlete. No, I've never been done know, any of that. I know that. where you're going with this. Okay. I know where you're going. But a lot of those pros have $10,000, $20,000 bikes to, wait, let me finish, to cycle the course. And with those bikes, they are better because they are lighter. They have certain carbon makeup that makes them lighter, Mm -hmm. which also makes them faster, Mm -hmm. which also allows them to propel and get through the hills and the wind and all of those things. How is that necessarily different than a runner having particular bike. shoes. It's a but, the whole, but the to whole, a cyclist, their shoes is a bike. No. So how is that different? A bike is a machine. You okay. are it is part of it, it, it the whole point of the bike is to go fast. It's a machine. It running, you are supposed to use just your body. Okay. That's it. Okay. Stop looking at your boyfriend picture. I am not. I'm looking at She's looking at your picture, dude. <laughs> oh, no, whatever. No, I don't feel like I feel like there there's going to be some advantages to things that we use. I would be more to that that I would look more at maybe the swimming side where they wear the different types of suits. Okay. That help you glide. And we can now talk that, about that because that at one point me, they be, banned a certain swimsuit exactly, some years ago. They exactly, banned a certain exactly. swimsuit and now the swimsuit design had to change. So, But it to me, I mean, yes, it is helping you go through the water faster. But to me, that is more of like making a shoe lighter. It's still it's something that you have to wear, you know, I guess to swim. But it's not like they're putting fins on their hands to help pull them through the water faster. This is literally... Bouncing them. You seen them shoes where they got a little bounce on them? A little bounce. Yeah, little things on them. 
That's what that's I what cannot. that's what Kipchoge is running in nowadays. That is not true. <laughs> you went way. Look, out there's of a lot it. of people that are like, oh, y'all hating, mm-hmm. y'all hating on the shoes, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. Look, if you were trying to qualify for the Olympics and all three of the people that finished for the qualifying were wearing those Nike shoes and you wearing Adidas boots, you have something to say. Well, let me tell you this. This is going to be my last two comments. Uh-huh. We can go to another subject. So, for one, Kipchoge, he did have on Nikes. They were not the ones that he just did with the sub two-hour marathon, uh-huh. but he had on special Nikes that were available to pe- to everybody uh-huh. when he did two hours and some seconds, two uh-huh. hours, 25, two years ago. Uh-huh. I think if Kipchoge was to go out, on a on a on a IAAF certified track mm-hmm. and bust a sub two hour without some Nikes on, all uh-huh. of this would be silent. Yeah, I, it I would feel be. like it I would. Mean, this is my thing. Don't get me wrong. Kipchoge, he could be wearing flip flops <laughs> and probably still beat everybody that's what I'm in the saying. marathon. <clears throat> but excuse me, these shoes. Let's let's okay. Let's get away from Kipchoge. Let's get away from the best. Let's look at Galen Rupp. Okay. Look at Galen Rupp. Oh, we got Bridget. She did the same thing. Yeah, Bridget. She just did. She just did a world record. Yeah. Like she actually was running so faster than most. Ki- exactly. So it's not just Kipchoge. But I. Think but that- I mean, the reason I'm getting away from Kipchoge because everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, even if you took his shoes away, he can still do this. Mm-hmm. No, Galen Rupp. I do not think he can run those same times in somebody else's shoes. But that's why it's fitness. So that 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 goes to my point, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Is that I think that we're taking away the. We are making it seem like these shoes gave him a 10-minute advantage. It did not. The time that he did with these shoes is something I feel like he could have did in some Sacconis. Like Galen Rupp? No. Kip okay, Chogi. that's why we're not talking about Kip Chogi I know, anymore. but I'm just saying in general, like, we yeah. can't take away from that. So I feel like we cannot minimize the fitness of an athlete, regardless yes. of if it's Galen, Galen Rupp or Kip Chogi. If you get down, you get away from the top guy, you get into the, the, the meat of the, the matter, and these guys are, you know, he's he's going to the Olympics now. Galen Rupp got some other things going on right well, now. Well, yeah, but when he was healthy, mm-hmm. he was wearing, he wore him in the Olympics. Didn't he win a gold, I mean, a bronze medal? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I, you made me forget my other, my last comment. I'm sorry. If you think of it later, I can edit it back in. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you're not going to do yeah, all I'm that. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. Dang, what was it? <laughs> You'll think of it and we'll talk about it. Okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on Mm -hmm. and hopefully they come up with something to. But if y'all wanna qualify for Boston, get you some of them springs. (laughs) Nike Springs. That's what they need to call them Nike Springs. Nike Springs. (laughs) Yes. Because I ain't gonna lie, I had already said if I ever got close. Yeah. I was gonna go get me some Nike Springs. Listen, I'll pay for those things too. <laughs> like, if I was if I was like close to qualifying, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go get some of these Nike Springs. And y'all better not clown the back of the Packers with some Springs on because we trying to get some. We trying to Boston qualify and get. I uh, mean, I understand some why shoes, some better times too. The, the average runner would want these shoes. I understand completely why the average runner wants these. If shoes. you can do whatever you can to get a better time in running and better yes. your fitness, why yes. not? But if you have the money, do once it. Once you get, I mean, shoot, I don't care. You can take steroids if you're an average runner. I don't care less. Right. But once you get to the level where you're talking about money, mm-hmm. gold medals. Rules need to be put in place. Exactly. That's what you're exactly. saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right we, we, okay. we waiting on you. All right. Moving on. <laughs> 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 Anywho, um, so to some very exciting news, I will. I just wanted to say this, and this is something that uh, 
is exciting for me because I think it's very important for our youth to be out here running. When I see kids on the courses, like it makes me really excited. So this past weekend, um, Aiden Jaquez, Jaquez. Are you talking about the 11 year old? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. He is from Illinois. He's a young he boy that's to, 11 wait, hold year on, old. Before you say it, he about to embarrass a bunch of y'all. Go on. He he ran <laughs> 50 states, 50 hats and 50 states, and he completed it, and he is 11 years old. Now, some of y'all out there talking about doing them 50 states and that's got three me. states. That's you me. got three states. I have six. This 11-year-old completed 50 states. Now, he started at the age of six in Sarasota, Florida, and he completed his last one in Iowa this he previous He ran a marathon weekend. at six years old. Oh, it's half marathons. Half marathons. Okay, six he ran years a old. half marathon at six years old? Six years old. Isn't that like child abuse? No, not if you train. I didn't think you could be that. I thought you had to be like a older than that to I run. I think it depends on the race. Some races have a thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, year old I didn't think you could run that at that age. So I think it depends on the race. Okay. Um. So he Look is out, under Trey. review, right? He is under review right now with the Guinness Book of World Records because the person that currently, yeah, with basically the the mm-hmm. record is the youngest person to complete um fifty half marathons in fifty states. So it's under review right now, but I think that's so. Awesome. I would need to start Trey at five. Basically. Okay. All right, Trey. Better get your lungs up. <laughs> Five. We, we going for it. You going for it? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations. That is, is amazing. It is definitely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's important for us to to look at that and to just use it as motivation, if anything else. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's not paying for the trips. That's usually No, his reason. aunt ran yeah. all of them with him. Yeah, exactly. So his aunt is the person that is, you know, she's cheering a runner. him on. She's yeah. a runner as yeah. well. So I got you. That's get cool. Get a little extra. Yeah. Yes. So he's 11, huh? 11. 50 states. Okay. <laughs> you calculating? I think I'm not. <laughs> Gotta go talk to Trey right after we finish. Look, bruh. <laughs> Go get you some Nike Springs. Start doing, to get you some, start Nike, doing some exactly. leg exercises now. Pitch his little feet. He will, he gonna be looking at you like, why go you keep him. moving my legs? We we doing air squats. We air squats. Go get you some Nike Springs, and we gonna get it. We gonna get it done. There we go. Doing air squats. Heather, go like, what you doing with Trey? Oh, I'm just he doing air squats right now. We gotta get these quads and these hamstrings together. We gotta get it going. Trey, I like it. I just want you to read. I don't care. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I, I rather you be. I this. wish he, if he never ran a race, mm-hmm. but you know, was a genius. I would go with that. Right. I'd be happy. Exactly. All right. What else we got? Anyway, so we're gonna we're ending this episode just on positive notes. So that's an inspiration. Obviously, congratulations to the to eleven year old running fifty hats in fifty states. And I really apologize because we should have mentioned this back on the last episode. So Justin Galagos is an individual, and he is now considered. Um, pro and he is signed with nike oh. and he is a, he is a 21 year old young man that has cerebral palsy mm. now cerebral palsy is a neurological disorder that can affect your gait and affect your speech um and he actually did his marathon debut at the chicago marathon and he did it in 449 30 wow so can he you know just imagine we focus on our gait our stride and all of those things and to have a neurological disorder that causes there to be some difficulties so sometimes it causes one or the other leg to lag a little bit Mm -hmm. to be inverted um and just have different things and each person is different some individuals with cerebral palsy cannot even they can't walk or run and so he is defeating defending those stereotypes and saying i'm getting out here and do it so congratulations for your marathon debut debut justin and he said he is pushing for sub 430 next year there you go congratulations congratulations definitely so all of y'all that have a stub toe (laughs) 
Talking about you can't, I can't run today. Get out here and do it, guys. Get out People here are and doing do it. things. Exactly. You can definitely do exactly. it. Exactly. So definitely continue um, to did, push forward. You had something else, didn't you? We can talk about that but next episode. No, let's talk about the weather. <laughs> no, I mean, because it is getting ready to get chilly. Okay, so <laughs> I was going to try to hold it off to the next episode, but something that I mentioned to Tommy today, you all, mm-hmm. was that when I was watching the 10-miler race, um, I saw a lot of people that, to me, seemed overdressed for the race. Um, and what I mean by that is that on the on that morning, I believe it was probably in the 50s, low 50s, yeah. maybe probably at the start when we first got out there, it was probably high forties, low fifties. Um, but closer to the end, obviously it had warmed up probably to the mid fifties, but I want everyone to please be cognizant of what you're wearing on race day. Um, because you can jeopardize how you're feeling, even if you've been trained, if you're overdressed. Yes. And so what, what a lot of people don't understand is that your body heats up quickly 20 degrees Mm -hmm. when you are running or any activity even if sweater non-sweater your body still heats up 20 degrees so what that means is that if it's 50 degrees outside once your body warms up by mile one two whatever your warm-up is yeah it's gonna feel like 70 so your body's gonna feel like 70 so with that being said be careful what you're wearing um of course so for instance some of the things that we should look at so if it's 50 degrees or more you can still do your short sleeve you can still do your razor back racer back you can still do shorts or capris so usually with 50 degrees you can still do that yeah now what i will say is that a lot of the races because it is the fall and in some of the northern states use a shed shirt or a shed jacket meaning wear something until your body warms up and then and then throw the shirt over or wrap it around your waist or whatever that is yeah and that's why a lot of people have those is because your body warms up after a certain point and plan ahead i mean that's what i usually do if i know i'm running every marathon i have one just Mm -hmm. in case Mm-hmm. And usually you want to wear something that you're okay with just throwing, throwing, on, away. A, throwing yeah. on away. If you go to Walmart and get a tea, long sleeve t-shirt that you know is $2 yeah. and, or $5 yeah. and you can throw it away, you feel Goodwill, okay with that's that. where I, yeah, I go to Goodwill and grab something that exactly. I just don't mind. That you don't mind doing it. So I'm between, not having anymore. Right. Between 40 and 50 degrees, you want to, you can do a long sleeve light capris, mm-hmm. full length pan if you want, pants if you want to, and a light pullover if you feel comfortable with that. 30 to 40 degrees, long sleeve, obviously pants, and you may want to do gloves or sweaters or kind of a fleece-type jacket over that. Now, what you also want to think about is outer extremities are usually the first things that get cold. Yeah. So you, a lot of times, even if you're going to – do shorts and a tank top or shorts, racerback shorts, short sleeve shirt. If you have your hands covered with gloves and your ears covered as well as the proper socks, then that would be good. Cotton socks do not work. No. Um, but you want to make sure that you have on the proper socks in order to um, cover and keep those outer extremities cold. I mean, excuse me, warm. A lot of times you'll see the elite runners. They are, even if it's super cold outside, we have on hoodies and all these other things. They still have on their shorts, their tanks, and they have their extremities covered. So they have gloves, socks on, sometimes have on sleeves and your, you know, ear warmers. Yeah. Or head warmers. Yeah. At all. Most definitely. I'm 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 a big extremities person, so mm-hmm. I always have gloves. I always have a hat. Mm-hmm. Um my sleeves. Stuff that I know if I needed to, mm-hmm. I can just 
Yeah, shed. you can yeah. shed off and yeah. tuck it somewhere. And of exactly. course, if it's 30 degrees or less um, outside, you want to ensure that you have on neck warmers, things to close your mouth and cover your mouth. That's the other things a lot of people don't realize, especially if you're an open mouth runner. You want to ensure, like me, I wear a mask during the winter time because I breathe with my mouth open. Yeah. And a lot of times I have what I call, and no offense to anybody that's a smoker, but I have like a bronchitis smoker's cough when I'm done uh-huh. running. And that's because I have all of this air in my my lungs from running outside and it's been cold. Don't so make sure stop smoking. <laughs> so make Go sure on. you cover. <laughs> make sure you cover your mouth warmers. And a lot of people use hand warmers. Mm-hmm. So um, the little packs that you can bust and shake, and then yes. you slide them uh-huh. into your gloves. Yeah. So those are some options that you want to do um, in regards to clothing. And also, when it comes to the colder months and winter months, please continue to stay hydrated. Um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is when it is colder outside, we lack hydration because we don't feel the force of needing it yeah so during the summertime you're like oh my gosh i need the water you want to you make sure that you hydrate yeah whereas during the winter time you feel a little bit better and i'm a result of that like this past week i've been doing my morning runs and i've been feeling so good doing my (laughs) runs and i'm like i need to hydrate but you feel good because the air is crisp you, you you know you feel like your pace isn't going too too bad and you're feeling good so don't forget to hydrate and also warming up your bones um so the last thing is make sure you're warming up so a lot of times they say foam roll foam roll prior to going outside in the cold to ensure that you're loosening up your muscles do whatever dynamic stretches before going out so that you're not using that time in the cold to also warm up exactly. so if you can do those warm-ups while you're inside definitely do that and we say this because, I mean, you know, not everybody that listens to this podcast is a full-time runner, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, they may, some people only run certain races, you know, things like that, which is completely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might not know what to do when it's cold. Because I know at one point I, I was one of those people, I knew I didn't need that much stuff on, mm-hmm. but it was cold. Yes. And I didn't like being cold. Yes. But as I've gone, as I've run more, I've just realized if I can just brave this for mm-hmm. 10 minutes, right, I'll be fine. And you'd also don't want to carry more weight. So if you yeah. think about the two, so not only are you can you can you overheat yourself, yes. but you also can carry too much weight on your body that also can weigh you down. Yes. So you want to be cognizant of that. You want to still be wearing dry fit material. Yes, there is winter dry fit material. Yes excuse me, that you want to use. So ensure that you're still getting those things. Um, I know that Nike has a line called um, Thermofit that is amazing, but it is a dry fit type material, but it's for the winter time. And I have one particular jacket that I love all the time. It looks thin, but it's insulated. Mm -hmm. And so it gives me a really good, like, sleek look but i don't have a bulky jacket on it's yeah. actually a runner's jacket yeah. so definitely look into those type things to ensure and get, and invest in some good socks and invest in some good gloves that can keep you keep and, you warm and if you're the person that's been trying to take your running to the next level but mm-hmm. you're not a fan of winter running mm-hmm. trust me running and training during those cold months is the best will pay <laughs> off in the spring it will pay off it mm-hmm. will pay off in the spring and it it actually makes you, I feel like it makes you feel better as a runner. Yeah. Like when you're running in the cold weather, it makes you feel better better and stronger because when you start running in the summertime, you're, you're sluggish, you're tired, that your humidity, pace slows, yes. the humidity mm-hmm. gets the hang of you. And so you feel kind of bad. And I know most people start running in the summertime because 
you know, you're trying to get fit you and like, you want to be when everybody fit, wants to be everybody outside. Everybody wants to be outside. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, a lot of people say the work that you put in in the winter is what shows in the spring. So definitely think about that. Most definitely. Yes. Oh, see, aren't you glad you went ahead and did yes. it? Yes. I had my little list today. Exactly. <laughs> All right, y'all. Yes. Well, it's been another great show. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at I underscore of underscore indigo underscore run. So that's I of indigo runs. Lord Jesus. And you can find me on Facebook <laughs> at India Cook. And if you would like to shoot me an email, you can email me at mousefromindia at gmail.com. And you can find me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com, as well as um, on TMitch68 and Instagram, and then the Run Duo Instagram. Yes. All right. Well, we will see y'all in a couple of weeks. Yes. Loaded information for this episode. Exactly. Loved it. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>